Welcome back, Little Joe's Conservative Corner. COVID-19, we're going to get into it today. I haven't done anything on it yet other than maybe a mention here or there in other podcasts, so we're going to dive in a little bit deeper. I do apologize if you are trying to escape it. Um, It's talked about everywhere, all over the globe. It's extremely annoying. I think most people are just done, and they just don't want to hear any more about it. But there's so much controversy around it that I got to just devote at least one podcast to it. Hopefully, it'll go away, and I won't have to do another one. My first question, what the hell is China doing messing around with this virus? The virus comes out of a Wuhan lab that supposedly they're studying and trying to manipulate the coronavirus. I already got a big problem with that because since China's a communist nation, they're obviously not going to be the most forthcoming with information and tell the world what they're doing. But in my opinion, I do not have proof of this, obviously. I would say you're creating some type of biological weapon. That would be my guess. What other reason would there be to manipulate a virus unless you plan on trying to use it, which I believe they did use it. I don't believe it was a accidental leak. I think they purposely created a pandemic so they could move up in the ranks. I think they're trying to be the superpower. They've wanted to be the superpower for decades now. And I think this was an opportunity. And all they really needed was to get in the pocket of the World Health Organization. So when the virus got out, the World Health would say what they did, which is it's not very catchy, transmission human-to-human, not possible. Um, And people would let their guard down and it would spread like wildfire. Don't you find it ironic that they were able to contain it to just one province where the rest of the world, it's exploding everywhere. You can't control it. You can't contain it. I mean, in the United States, Washington was the first one to get it. If it was so easily contained in one location, how could it explode through the entire United States? And it goes that way for the rest of the world, too. It gets to one part of a country, and it goes through the whole country. It looks like biological warfare to me, not to mention, while all of us are busy trying to figure the pandemic out, they're making deals with Russia, they're putting a ton of money into their military, they're being more chummy with North Korea. I'm not... A fool. I wasn't born yesterday. And I think anybody who sees everything going on, how well the Democrats hide any type of misdoings by China, how they always stand up for them, there's more to this story than meets the eye. But here in the United States, it's we're having another spike in different states. One of them is my state. I got to be honest with you, numbers, they seem like they are so skewed. Every other day you're hearing about labs 
who are incorrectly reporting positives and negatives. You're hearing about reversals of numbers in Florida. Uh, death rates are on a lag time from real time. You, your deaths are being attributed to coronavirus that have nothing to do with coronavirus. Or you're having somebody who, like, God rest his soul now, Mr. Kane, who was already dying of a stage four cancer, who contracted COVID. Did COVID really kill him? Or was he on the way out anyways with his stage four cancer? And so how could that be linked specifically to COVID? Uh, the, the poor man was dying anyways. So how could you just toss it up to a COVID death? All the misinformation with schools of whether or not children can get it. Are they carriers? Are they not carriers? If you go on the web right now, you could find arguments both ways. They are and they're not. I'm a realistic person. If I believe this virus was so bad, I would uh, follow you know, suit like everybody else. I would wear my mask all the time. I'd wash my hands all the time. I'd do everything they're telling you to do and be compliant. If I'm literally seeing thousands upon thousands of people die, my problem with the scenario is I've already had an outbreak at my work where I've had five or six people in my direct department get it. They all went through it with minimal symptoms. And there's a few of these guys that healthy in their name should not be in the same sentence. Uh, one gentleman is not only has diabetes, is on a pacemaker, uh, also has high cholesterol, is morbid obese, and I would say already has a weakened system in general right now because he just did a lap band, and he got through it with a little tiny fever, and uh, it was over in a day or two, and that was it. It was done. I've also had family members where the entire family got it, a family of five. Mom, dad, the kids, dad's overweight. Mom and dad are in their you know early to mid-40s. Kids are in their 20s. They go through it, no problem. Uh, his mother got it. She's uh, elderly, close to 80 years old. She got pretty sick. That was one of the ones that actually did get pretty sick. But again, she got through it. So I've seen, at a minimum, somewhere between 12 and 15 people, there is a couple I did not mention, that have already had it, that went through it with no problem. So if you're telling me the mortality rate is, say, 1%, you know, I would say by this time I should have seen somebody go, but I haven't. So it puts a lot into question. Treatments. If the hydroxy works so well, why aren't they using it? Is there more to it? Well, if you look pretty hard, the other drug that they're pushing pretty good that Dr. Fauci's pushing is remdesivir. Well, ironically, guess who owns part of remdesivir? Mr. Fauci himself. Okay, He was actually on with Jim Jordan yesterday. And no matter how many times Mr. Jordan asked him, he refused, he absolutely refused to admit that protests help spread the virus. All he would 
admit to is crowds helping spread the virus, but he wouldn't call out protesting by name or rioting by name. Dr. Fauci's also slated to be on the cover of a magazine as humanitarian or whatever they're going to name him for of the year. The hydroxy has been used by other countries. It's a half a century or more old drug that is extremely safe and it is extremely cheap. So it costs almost nothing to treat you with it. So if it potentially has some benefit to it, why are they holding out on it? Why aren't they giving it to you? Well, my theory on that is mail-in voting. They're trying to keep everybody at home. They're trying to scare everybody. This is a scare tactic to keep you at home and hopefully push you in the direction of mail-in voting is good. We should all mail-in vote. It's too risky to go outside. We're going to end up getting sick. We're going to end up dying. Remember, Number of cases reported daily does not reflect deaths. The media doesn't want you to see it that way. It also doesn't reflect sick people. A reported positive is anybody who has it, whether you're asymptomatic, you're lightly sick, you're drastically sick, or something in between. It's not, oh, Texas has 10,000 new cases today, which translates into, oh, Texas has 10,000 new deaths today. Don't let them bait you into that because that is not what it is, not at all. 10,000 new cases means exactly what it says. There's new cases, but they never give you the severity or type of case it is. So while they continue to use these scare tactics, they're trying to get you mentally to agree to mail-in voting. Because it is the easiest way to cheat in an election. Proof is all throughout the United States right now. I have a clip that I want you to listen to. It's from Tucker Carlson. And they explain all the states that are currently struggling with mail-in voting. And then I will also give you some more that are not in this clip that have already been in the news. So take a moment, listen to this. Jen Ellis has followed all of this. She's a legal advisor to the Trump reelect. She joins us tonight. So leaving aside the philosophical questions of mail-in voting, how is it actually working? Well, well, it's a disaster. It's absolutely a disaster, Tucker. And you don't need more studies. You don't need more debates about it to just look at what's going on in New York, where even the uh, the, New- the Washington Post called it a total train wreck. President Trump highlighted that today, uh, where we don't even know the results of one district. And the Democrats think that this is somehow 95 days before the presidential national election. We can implement universal vote by mail and we'll get the results on Election Day or even close to it. Uh, you look at Patterson, New Jersey, where one out of every five ballots was discarded for being fraudulent. And there were reports of uh, massive amounts of uh, mail-in ballots that were just left in apartment buildings and didn't get to their residents. Uh, You look at what's going on in Pennsylvania. You look at the Democrats uh, who and their allies who are suing in dozens of states uh, to try to have the election uh, ballots to be uh, counted days and 10 days and days after election day. I mean, this is something where you're talking about the Democrats' 
wanting to destroy the pillars of American society, the family and the church. It's also the civil society, the peaceful transition of power, the elections that are by the people, of the people and for the people. This is what started with the corrupt Obama administration, not allowing the peaceful transition of power to President Trump when he was still president-elect. They tried to do this through the Russia hoax. They tried to do this with the witch hunt impeachment. And now, because they haven't successfully gotten rid of President Trump, they're trying to undermine our vote and the sanctity of our election and our franchise through universal vote by mail, which is a complete disaster. We're already seeing the results, and it's only the Democrats that want to remove election safeguards, and they want to push out this universal vote by mail under the auspices of the coronavirus. If we can stand in line at a grocery store, at a hardware store, we can stand in line to vote. And they racialize everything. Everything. This has nothing to do with race. All Americans have the right to vote. No one is contesting that. No one is being targeted because of their skin color. This is insane. And it makes people hate each other. It makes them suspicious. So the proof is in the pudding. You're already having issues all around the country with mail-in voting. Do they think it's going to get any better? Another one was uh, in, in Los Angeles, you had four men sentenced for bribing homeless people with cigarettes and cash to forge signatures on voter documents. I mean, this is going to be a real problem. This is why COVID is so relevant right now. This is what they're trying to do. They can't beat Trump any other way. So this pandemic is the only way that they can attempt to take him down. They've already shut us down once to cripple the economy. They're calling for a second round of shutting down to finish off what they started and totally obliterate the economy so they could point their finger and say, look, orange man bad. Look what he did. And now look at our economy. Nobody, there's no jobs. Businesses have closed down. Family-owned businesses that have been there for a century are now gone. Look at all the rioting and looting because people are hungry and starving. They're going to do anything that they can to hurt this man. And this is their best shot, which is why COVID is such a hot topic right now. The next one is masks. Look, I get it. If you have underlying conditions, if you buy into a little bit of what they're saying, if it makes you feel better, if it makes you feel more comfortable to wear a mask, by all means, do what makes you feel comfortable. That's why this is America. That's why we're as great as we are, because it is freedom of choice. If you want to do that, go have at it. Making masks mandatory, to me, is unconstitutional. You are forcing people to do something that is against their personal feelings, beliefs, uh, religious, possibly medical problems. You're making them do something they don't want to do. And you're making them do that with so much contradictory evidence on both sides. Some say masks work. Some say they don't. There's no solid proof that they work. None. Maybe particular masks do, but the particular masks that supposedly work are reserved for first responders, not for you. They're telling you to take cloth from your house, any cloth. Go get some old underwear, put some old underwear and sew them up, put them on your face. Maybe they got a little uh, skid mark stain on them. (laughs) Disgusting. Uh, but, But I mean, that's where we're at here. 
It's that stupid. Okay, masks, there is no proof. You ever look at footage of these doctors or nurses in the hospital, they're not wearing a mask. They're wearing basically a space suit to protect them from the virus. A space suit, not just a piece of cloth that you can make at your house or a cheap little flimsy paper uh, garbage mask that you can order by the dozens online for 25 bucks that if a little water hits them or they're only good for four hours and you just toss them. You're telling me that's keeping you safe? I highly doubt it. Okay, now if you're going to be in a spacesuit, maybe you are safe. Hey, we can all walk around and it'll look like, uh, you know, Armageddon or something out there. Don't you find it odd that a group of doctors come out in D.C., give a press conference, totally destroying the narrative of whether or not hydroxy is good for you, whether masks work, uh, what types of treatments work. It goes against everything that Fauci says. It goes against everything that the media is feeding you. It gets put online. It's out for everybody to see. And Twitter, Facebook, Google, they start wiping it out, taking it off, suspending people's accounts, trying to pull it offline so nobody sees it. Fortunately, there have been big conservative outfits that probably knew when they saw it come on, we need to capture this right now, record it, because they're going to pull this down. There's no way they're leaving this up because it's destroying them on their credibility. So, if you haven't seen that video of the frontline doctors, go to a conservative outlet. The Parlor app has it. I know the Blaze TV has it, which is Glenn Beck. Um, there's a few other ones. You might find it on Brett Bard. I'm not sure. If you haven't watched it, it is a little lengthy. It's about 45 minutes long. Absolutely worth your time to watch it. You're going to watch them completely destroy everything that you've been hearing in the media. And it's going to really make you wonder. It's going to really change your perspective on things because why would they want to pull it down so fast? I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I don't believe in a bunch of crazy things. But if something is realistic and it has substance and it makes sense, you know, common sense, although not so common these days, common sense that God blessed everybody with, if it makes sense, it's worth listening to and checking on just a little bit, okay? What these doctors said made more than enough sense, not just to myself, to anybody that I have talked to that has seen the video, can't believe what they've seen, and are highly outraged that they have pulled it off of every platform as fast as they did. It's like they're scared, why are they scared? It all, to me, it all goes back to the election. Okay, You see Barr, the Durham report, you see everything coming out. People are going to start going to jail. Hell, the Epstein, some of that got leaked. Bill Clinton, not that this is a big surprise. Bill Clinton has already been accused multiple times of sexual assault. Okay, but now they got him not only going to the island, but being accompanied to the island by two minors. 
disgusting. People like that are running the country. They've been under protection for so long. They can smell the end is near. They know heads are going to roll. This is, it's like a hemorrhoid flare up. They know if Trump wins in November, going forward, a lot of people are going to jail. Hopefully, we're going to get some answers soon. Hopefully, this whole COVID outbreak is going to slow down, go away. I think going around, the more people I see every day, the more people I talk to, I believe that their eyes are finally opening and everybody's starting to see it as a sham. Uh, You're seeing even protests against masks starting. You're seeing protests. You're seeing all types of different people protest for businesses. My God, these poor people's businesses that they work so hard to get all their money together and open this business, and you lose it at the drop of a dime because the government says shut it down. Fauci says shut it down, and it's over. And then you got all these Democratic-run cities who take full advantage of that. It's, it's like you know giving a drug addict you know, an endless supply of drugs okay? because now they tasted a little bit of power and they're going to abuse it and they're going to abuse it nonstop. So they, they feel empowered now and I can tell you people what to do and they're locking these states down. California is probably one of the worst, if not Michigan. Okay. It's just, it's a horrible situation to watch. I know people are starting to awaken to it. They're starting to see it for the lie that it is. That's why people are not paying attention to the rules. That's why people are said, no, I'm going to open my business. I don't care one way or the other. Or people are going to say, no, I'm going to go visit my friends and I'm going to get on with my life. Hey, we only have one life to live. We're only here for a short time. We don't know when our last moment is. Every day that you wake up is a gift. Okay. Every night that you go to bed, you made it through the day is a gift. We don't know when the day comes that that's not going to happen anymore. And we're all being locked away in these little cages, in our own little boxes. You're not allowed to see anybody. You can't talk to anybody. You know, you can't even, what bo- stuff, things that bother me, I'm in the grocery store wearing a stupid mask, shopping, and you see like a cute little baby there and the baby's staring right at you. And you know the baby's probably wondering, why in the hell does he look like that? And you'd like to smile at them and comfort them and give them a little smile and they smile at you to, to have that little social interaction with them. No, that's all dead. You can't do that no more. It, they are killing our spirit as human beings. They are taking our day-to-day life away from us. Every day that has gone by is a day we have lost. We're not getting those back. We don't get to recover, you know, recuperate, excuse me, this time. It's gone. We've been under quarantine since March. It's almost, it, it, well, no, what is it, the 31st? It's almost August. My God. This has got to stop. We got to get on with our lives. Explain to me why Dr. Fauci, under the Obama administration with the swine flu, 60 million Americans got sick. 60 million. COVID 19, we have what? Over 4 million. Obama had 56 million more. We didn't shut down. We weren't wearing masks. We weren't social distancing. They told you to use hand sanitizer. Wash your hands more. 
If you're sick, stay home. Well, how come the same doesn't apply now? Because it's an election year. Because it was just any other time of the year, it wouldn't matter. Because there's nothing for them to gain. They know they couldn't run it that long. They know people aren't going to stay inside for years at a time. Never going to happen. Now, I'm not saying COVID is not a real thing. It obviously is. But it is not what they say it is. When you have only a death rate of a percent, one percent, that's nothing. We've lost during COVID. Every soul lost, every person lost is a tragedy. Please don't misunderstand what I'm saying here. But you got people destroying their financials. You got people destroying uh, uh, themselves. Suicide rate is up by 600%. Drug abuse is up, child abuse is up, spousal abuse is up, every percent is up. So is the cure worse than actually the virus? In my opinion, kids not going to school, the mental problems people are having because of being cooped up, I'd say the cure is just as damaging, if not more, than the virus. Again, I'm just a commentator, just my opinion. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Hopefully, like I said, we don't have to do another COVID one. I really don't enjoy these. I'd like for this to go away so we can all get on with our normal lives. Um, But we'll see what the future brings. If you want to reach me, send me an email at ljconsercrn at gmail or Twitter at ljconsercrn. You can also hit me on Parlor, probably my easiest one to remember, at Joe Little. Otherwise, have a blessed night.